Welcome to the Jennings Wire online magazine podcast series, where we feature interviews with top authors and experts. My name is Stacey Emerald Kaufman. I'm the radio director for the national PR firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of Jennings Wire online magazine that offers powerful top market radio talk show campaigns with free unlimited media training, as well as online TV and print media, all with guaranteed deliverables. Today, we'd like to welcome Dr. Francois Booker-Drew, cultural currency expert and author, with her latest book, Fly Away, to the show. So welcome, Dr. Francois. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you, and we want to talk a little bit today about how your network is your net worth. And so to kick that off, let's discuss social capital. What is that and why is it important? Well, social capital is this term that really means relationships. It's about associations and networks. And I think quite often we don't recognize that our relationships are a form of currency. And it doesn't have to always be about this ideal of transaction, that all of our relationships result in some type of product or financial gain. That can be a part of it. But our relationships can really help transform not only our lives, but our communities. And so I always like to tell people about that idea so that we can become more intentional and deliberate in the ways that we're building our networks. And that's really social capital in a nutshell. And what would be some tips for our listeners today to build their network, to get out and create and nurture those relationships so they can have that social capital? Well, it's really important to think about from a professional standpoint, how are you leveraging your relationships in your workplace? So whether it's your business, how are you connecting to your vendors? What does it look like for you to really begin to do a map of your circles of influence? I think quite often we have so much around us and we really don't take the time to analyze what that looks like. So one thing that's real simple is LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a a phenomenal resource for leveraging your relationship. So thinking about who are those folks that are in your second and third level of influence, how do you leverage them to become one of those folks who's in your first level of your network? And even with the people that are in the first level, are you taking them to coffee and having lunch with people? I often tell folks that if you can think about adding one new person a month to your network, if you can do more than that, that's exceptional. But Think about once a month taking someone new that you don't know to lunch and getting to know them. Even though that relationship may not result in to something that is going to make you a millionaire, there's a great possibility that it could result in a friendship, a business partnership, or they're connected to someone who helps you. So thinking about using LinkedIn as an opportunity or your workplace as an opportunity. And then the other thing is looking at your professional associations. Are there opportunities, groups like Public Relations Society of America, or for folks who are in the nonprofit management space thinking about the Association of Fundraising Professionals. Are there professional networks that you can actually begin to get involved with, but not just the ones that are focused in your sector? What about those that are sympathetic sectors that have some type of relationship with the work that you do? How can you begin to start affiliating yourself with those networks so that, again, you expand your reach, but you're also growing your knowledge and you're growing your network? 
Now, Dr. Francois, we mentioned in your intro, not only are you a cultural currency expert and know all about this social capital, which can help so many people, but you're also an author. And you recently completed a book, Fly Away, which is one of lessons for your daughter. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that and share one of the lessons? Well, I wrote that book because my daughter was getting ready to go to college last year, and I was terrified that I didn't teach her everything she needed to know. Mm-hmm. And so I started writing down these lessons of things that I wish I had been um, told when I was getting ready to transition, not just to college, but into being a woman and, and, and a different level of independence that I'd had before. And so it's a book of 20-plus lessons that I wanted to give to her so that she could um, really think more about her life and and how she wanted to author and define her um, journey and thinking about her voice and what does that look like. It wouldn't look like mine, but I wanted her to be able to know that she was empowered to do anything that, that she wanted to do. And the other piece for me was about legacy. I wanted to leave something behind for her that when she needed my voice and I may not be available, that it was always there and could be passed down to her children and her children's children. And so one of the lessons that I really loved in the book is I told her to ask for what you want because a man in a suit and tie just did. And I think what happens so often for young women is that we have been conditioned and socialized to believe that um, we're being braggadocious when we ask for what we want or we begin to assert our value. And I wanted her to know that I remember one of my um, former bosses, he said that when he applied for a position, that if he only had 30% of the requirements, he applied. And I remember being awestruck because I felt like I had to have 90% or I wouldn't even and take a chance in sending in my resume. And in that moment, I learned a valuable lesson was that we underestimate ourselves. And so if there are tables that I, you want to be at, I wanted my daughter to know that she could be at those tables. And if she wasn't allowed access, then create her own table and bring people along with her who were willing to grow and push her and encourage her to, you know, reaching her destiny. And so that's really what the book is about, is to help young women. And I'll say this, there are women who are my age and older who have read it and said it's powerful because it reminds you of your own value and thinking about things that are really simple that we take for granted, but there are little nuggets of wisdom that we can apply to our situations and use it, you know, to transform our trajectory. You know, Dr. Francois, I was just thinking the same thing, that yes, you wrote that for your daughter and people that are, and women that are transitioning to a different phase of their lives, but I think it's important for every woman out there to remember those things. So that's really wonderful, and I'm sure there are so many more lessons in your new book coming up, Fly Away, uh, which can help anyone at any stage of their life, and I'd urge people to go check that out, and also, of course, check out Dr. Francois Booker-Drew as well. You can connect with her via email at info at Dr. Francois, we'll spell that, that's info at D-R, F as in Frank, R-O, S as in Sam, W-A, info at drfrancois.com. Of course, you can visit her online, drfrancois.com, or connect with her on Twitter as well, at Francois. Again, F-R-O-S-W-A. You can connect with Dr. Francois there as well. So thank you again for being here with us today. 
Thank you. I'm so glad I had the opportunity to share. And thank all of you out there. Our listeners, of course, wouldn't be able to do this without you. Thanks for listening to this podcast, which has been brought to you by Annie Jennings PR. Please visit JenningsWire.com to enjoy a rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. Till next time.